Good evening, afternoon, morning, whatever time you are listening. This is Drunken Time Travel. Uh, Drunken Time Travel, the only Doctor Who podcast. The only Doctor Who podcast is watching a spin-off of Doctor Who this Christmas for some reason. Instead of actual Doctor Who. The only Doctor Who podcast not watching Doctor Who. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> so, on my left. A man who, if not for his current geographical location, might have been sitting on my right. It's Irish Gav. Hello. And on my right, a man who loves Christmas so much he married it. It's English Gav Christmas. Hello. If you want to contact us about the show or anything else, go to drunkentimetravel at gmail.com on your old email, or at drunktimetravel on the Twitter, or uh, Facebook at yes. Facebook. Yes. We have on all those three things. We are. So our official tedious link beer is not actually a... Uh, is Christmas presents. Yes. Myself and Gav bought each other a beer, which we don't know what it is yet, because we've still got the wrapping on that we've, we've wrapped yes. it up in. So will we uh, will we unwrap the presents now and find out what it is? Yes. Oh, mine tastes very st- stouty-ish. I'm not going to okay, I'll taste it before I even open it. Mm. Interesting. Are you opening yours? Yes, uh, I will yes. open mine now. Have mine open. <laughs> and I got the Wild Beer Company Madness IPA. And I got from the uh, Odell Brewing Company, 90 shilling. I like the look of the label. This is apparently their flagship beer. Maybe it's their only beer, Gav. Have you thought of that? No, it's not. I, I know they do a variety of beers. Name three. I don't know what beers they do. <laughs> I know they do a variety. You I only bought this because it's from Cheddar Country, didn't you? No, I, I found that out after the purchase. After the purchase. Yes. You really talk like other people, do you? <laughs> I try not to. So since we've done the presents, let's mm. uh, do another let's do another Christmassy thing. The cracker joke. Yeah. What is the cult of Scarrow's favourite food? I don't know, Gav. What is the cult of Scarrow's favourite food? Dalek bread. Are we laughing? Uh no. I'm amused anyway. So for this one, for Christmas this year, we were doing we were doing the two movies before, and since there isn't another movie, we thought we'd do, and we've done the two Yeti stories. We'll do mm. we'll do a kind of sequel to them, which is a fan movie from the nineties, featuring some of the uh, people we've met, Victoria and uh, Lethbridge Stewart. Yeah, no doctor, but there you go. Um, it's called Downtime, not Downtime Abbey, because yes. that would be a joke too far. And uh, I'm about to let you know what happened in this story. Okay then, please, Mr. Synopsis, break it down. We start off with Victoria in a dark and creepy Detson monastery. And what do we find in this creepy monastery? But a creepy guy who shouts at Victoria. Except he's not a creepy guy, he's a chicken shop mascot that's got lost and tells her to leave. Obviously, because there's no chicken shops there. Instead of leaving, because her dead dad summoned her there, she does a spot of spring cleaning and faints when a shadowy figure asks her to find the locust. Sometime later we're on a canal with two new world weirdos spying in on a man in a boat. I mean a woman on a barge. 
Then just for the hell of it, Les Rich on a beach with a cup of tea. Sarah Jane turns up. Oh, look at this. All the characters are in this. This is going to be good. Anyway, she's got an appointment with the New World Weirdos, which is some sort of enlightened teaching cult set up by Victoria and her fidgety partner. Using the password, password probably, some kid called Daniel hacks into Victoria's computer. But the computer fights back and he runs, unable to chase after him because he's chained to the wall with an electric cable. A control sphere is enlisted instead, who chases him into the hands of a passing tramp who robs him. We're treated to another brig on the beach scene. This time Daniel and the Scottish widow show up with a yeti, asking for the locusts again. The next item on your brig bingo is brig on a chair, as he wakes up having been asleep for three weeks. Then it's brig in a traffic jam, where he falls asleep, and we have another brig on a beach. Actually, it's the astral plane. Daniel tells him not to trust anyone. I don't trust him. Big wakes up just in time to shoot a yeti in the traffic jam. And Travers shows up, possessed by the great intelligence. Then we get a special appearance from Braxitel. Apart from he's just some random, and not really Braxitel. Because he's not actually Braxitel, he can't get the better of Big, and he escapes the trap to meet Bolt Lady, who's actually his daughter. He advises her to move, but as she's living on a boat, she obviously doesn't listen to advice. The New World Weirdos attack and they fall unconscious. Then the Great Intelligence attacks Victoria in the astral plane for some reason. The Tramp turns up with Daniel and rescues Big, then delivers them straight to the Weirdos. They were a trap or something, I don't know. The Yetis turn up and steal a Yeti idol that the boat lady had. They then smash it to release the Great Intelligence. Travers and Victoria complain about being trapped in time and realise that the Great Intelligence is behind everything. Daniel uploads himself to the internet so he can give advice to the brig as he infiltrates Weirdo HQ. While a virus is spreading out from it. I passed that sentence rather incorrectly but sod it. I shall move on. His advice is obviously rubbish as he is caught by some kids and taken to the ceremonial triangle. The Great Intelligence declares Earth his and a giant web spreads over the planet. Big laughs at him though, saying all anyone has to do is turn off the computer to stop him. Oh, Sarah Jane's in this, isn't she? She overhears this as she snuck into the building too and is hiding. So off she goes to hit Alt-F4 and save the day. Might want to run Norton GI Checker too. Victoria's already at the computer, but is struggling to find F4. But before she can phone the IT department for help, Fidgety Partner turns up to stop her. Backup arrives in the form of Sarah Jane, but then Daniel turns up, who's now been turned into a Yeti for some reason. Victoria turns on the charm, and Daniel Yeti smashes up the computer. Back outside, Boat Lady shoots Travers before he can turn into a Yeti. A Yeti? Before he can turn into a Yeti, and Sarah Jane is left wondering why the hell she was even in this. She meets up with the Brigadier to find out what this story was even all about anyway, then goes for a drink with Bolt Lady, none the wiser. Thanks for that. You? I uh, really needed to deliver that again. Well, third time lucky. What was it, lucky the third time? Yes, in that we didn't watch it this time. <laughs> In that it is the last time we are ever going to... Uh, to watch it, yes. Yeah. <laughs> On pain of death. Mm. 
I, I may have to listen to a re-recording of this at some point. I don't know. Why? It's just to check it's all right for posting. Oh, right, I see what you mean. Don't reveal our secrets. Is it really a secret? It's not anymore, no. Well, not if you leave this bit in. And shall we move on to the uh, discussion area of the uh, if podcast? If must, yes. <laughs> I would like to talk about the monk at the beginning. The chicken shop monk. The chicken shop guy, yes. He's wearing exactly the same hat as the other guy in, in the in Abominable Snowman. Mm. The only thing, it looks stupider now. Mainly because it's mm. bright yellow instead mm. of just black and white white. Yes, you, you imagine it being some sort of, like, gold or something. No, not even gold. I don't know. I imagine mm. it being, you know, understated, not as mm. painless primary yellow. Well, after yeah, all, not after every gold. All, yeah, we no. don't want people to run them over when they're when he's walking across the street mm. in Tibet because of all the streets and all the Tibet's traffic. traffic, traffic <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> so yes, that, that that looks stupid. Yeah, it's that a, entire scene was stupid. Yeah, the, the as as a setup for the story. Yeah, it it didn't make much sense. What, the well, the whole thing didn't make sense, but that's big answer. But. That's besides the point. But it was slightly confusing as well. Slightly. With with voices all over, and then he steps out of the shadows, and he's not actually the one that was doing the voice. And what are you trying to do here? It just didn't make sense. That's all. Okay. <laughs> Don't make any sense. And then she did a bit of spring cleaning. She was trying to get through the web or mm. something. I don't well, know. yes. To find her father, apparently, who was never mentioned again. Mm. But anyway, well, the great intelligence was impersonating a father, though, apparently. Did it? Did he do a good job? Did you think? Yeah, well, Victoria was convinced for half an episode, uh, half an epistory. Well, the entire thing was an episode. It was an hour and mm. ten minutes long. Mm. Well, for an entire uh, half of an hour, ten minutes. We're doing. We're doing another crossover with Post Atomic Horror very shortly, a couple of weeks after this, I think. Um, so, about yes, it is. Yeah. So, uh, all I want to say is, we're mm. doing bad episodes this time. Last time we we spoke to Star Trek and Doctor Who good episodes, and this mm. time we're doing like b- b- really bad episodes. And I just yeah. want to say they should be thankful we're not giving them this. Mm. Apart from the fact we'd have to watch them. or the Web Planet or the Web. We spared them these two. Them two. We're not reveal any more to. clues as to what we gave them. I'm sure Harden fans could possibly guess. The next one. If you know, write on a postcard and send it to Tibet. Send it to Boat Girl, mm. Boat River. Yeah. So, no, no. So Boat Girl. Yes, Boat she's Girl. She's getting hassled by these chilies. Yeah. Who were just students in mm. more primary colours with listening to earphones. Yeah, students with nothing to do, just lazing by the river. Yeah, staring didn't at women, hassling them. But anyway, she she was talking on the phone about how she's called the police and the council, mm-hmm. but they haven't done anything. Why would the council do anything? The council haven't done anything. Why would you phone the council? Because that's who you phone if you want anything done, isn't it? Is that I don't why think I've, I've ever phoned the council about anything? Is that why I've never got anything on my warranty sorted? Go on then. What warranty? On my TV. I always phone the council. So what do they say? I don't know. I don't listen. <laughs> I was just that was your second mistake. Yeah. I was phoning and leave it. <laughs> just to leave it lying around. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realise you had to do something. 
Yeah, you have to film the council. That's what I did. Oh, there you go. You should have, it should have been sorted. I don't want to talk it should to have people. Been sorted. This is what I was saying. Look, I phoned you. Why ain't it sorted? So you were talking to them, but you weren't listening. I left a voice message. <laughs> <laughs> and then she was complaining that she wasn't able to get any work done on, the, on her phone. And I was like, maybe if you weren't on the phone, you'd get more work done. Good point. Maybe if... Uh, w- w- do we know what her work is, actually? No. I don't think it was ever mentioned, or if it was, I was in a coma by that stage. I think we can assume it's something that's not been on the phone. You would assume so. Mm. She said she couldn't stay there. She's got a kid, apparently. The kid couldn't stay there because of the noise. Yeah. What noise? Her being on phone all day. (laughs) The vague noise (laughs) of of earphones from across the room. (laughs) If only she had some kind of... If only she had some kind of mobile barge home type thing that she could Mm. move to another location. You know what she should get? A caravan. They move. A water caravan. One of them, even. Mm. Get a water caravan. What do they call them? Barges? Yes, aqua vans. Ba- aqua vans. Aqua vans. Aqua vans. Yeah. I want an aqua van. <laughs> you want an aqua van? Yeah. You can't have it. Aqua van sounds so much you, cooler than a barge. You have to phone the council for aqua vans. Can I leave a message? Voice message. Yeah. Yeah. And then bizarrely yeah. enough, boat girl, always known as Kate Lethbridge Stewart. Yeah. Went on to be in the new series. Slightly more competent yes, this did. time. She was somehow head of unit, not living in a barge. Do you know she's not living in a barge? <laughs> well, we we never right. saw where she lived. Right. Well, I'm just I'm going to go out on a limb and uh, paint everyone that lives in a barge with the mm. same brush. I, I'm assuming that N- after... Namely, namely a waterproof one. <laughs> I'm assuming that after she's dealt with the... Uh, not S.H.I.E.L.D. business, that's a different series, that's isn't it? a different series, yeah. Enough. What do you think of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Let's talk about that instead. <laughs> <laughs> we can do if you want. Yeah, I think it's all right. After this. All right, okay. Are you going to make a point? Better be good, then. Yeah. It, it better be better it, it than S.H.I.E.L.D. Point, but it might what's, be. What's, what, what are they called? Jellies. Jellies. Chilies. After jellies. No, chilies. No, unit. That's it. <laughs> well. Yeah, after she's done with the uni business, um, I'm assuming she's going back to a barge with kid and, on, and she's straight on phone to council. Yeah, the, if the kid was... This, this was in Look, I've just saved the world. This was in 1995. The kid's going to be... The kid's going to have his own barge by now. No, he's not. He's still living with his mum. Maybe they've got a double... St- and she maybe, hasn't moved. Maybe they've got a two-story... She's still in the same maybe dock. they've got a two-story barge. She's extended it. What? She's extended it. Yeah. And the barge. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, what do you think of Thor The Dark World? I thought it was pretty good. The Dark World was, uh, yeah, it was pretty damn good. Yeah, it was very um, good. I really enjoyed it. And I, and I wasn't that keen on the first one. The first one was a bit boring, I thought. Yeah. Well, I think we're in the minority there. I don't know, are we? Yeah. Everyone seems to love the first one. But anyway, the second Why? one. Why? The second one... It's not just not good criticizing things, We're doing that enough yeah. with this. <laughs> yeah, the second one was great. It, it had some great comedy moments, some great action scenes. Though, though, There's no barges as far as I know. Yeah, I did love the last uh, action scene with Thor. Not yes. to spoil it for anyone that hasn't seen it. Yeah, but there's an action scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was just you can you can see it coming. And, oh, this is going to be good when he does this. <laughs> and he does it. And, and it was and Loki, Loki was awesome. As always. And uh, I really did like uh, Kat Dennings and uh, 
her new coaster. I felt they played well. Zachariah, was it Zachariah? The guy from Chuck. Is that who you meant? Is, is, is that who that was? I told you that when we went yeah. to see it at the cinema. I know he said Sunday was Chuck. I can't remember who it was. Yeah, it, it really doesn't look like him from Chuck. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't look yeah. like him. It looks more like uh, him that does Celebrity Juice, to be honest with you. What, the main guy? Yeah. Keith Lemon. <laughs> Keith <laughs> Lemon has full stuff. No, but yeah, especially them two. They they were great comedy relief. No, that others were not. So we should talk about this again. Yeah. Do you want to talk about Travers? We, we can. He, he, he was mm. uh, he was the guy yes. in uh, the Abominable Snowman. Yeah. He was, and then in the Web of Fear, he was mm. he was older again. Yeah. And in this one, he was the same age, but obviously they didn't have to use makeup this time because mm. <laughs> he was old. Yeah. Is yeah that guy? He must be getting bored of being taken over by the great intelligence. Maybe he likes it. Maybe it's his thing. Maybe he gets off on it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Maybe the maybe, maybe the great intelligence gets off on it. Maybe it's a love affair between the two of them, and they disguise yeah. it with all these world-ending stories. But it's yeah. really just you know, yeah. they're they're too ashamed to admit it to, to themselves and the outside world. So that, that's why he keeps coming up with these like rubbish lame-ass plans that aren't really going to work. Yeah. Just so that he can spend they're, they're, time they're, in they're, they're uh, so bad. Travers' body. They're so bad, some of the Doctor's ex-companions running around can defeat him. Mm. Including Without Victoria. Without even knowing why. Yeah. <laughs> Victoria is... Oh, well, we'll get to her. Let's talk about the Yeti. At least that's fun. Is it? Yeah. All right. It looked like they hadn't washed in years. Mm. Which probably isn't too far from the truth. Do the what is yes? <laughs> what? Do the yetis wash? <laughs> Sorry. I would like to think so. They are robots. So robots don't wash. It depends how you program. Maybe them. they dry clean. <laughs> Were they programmed to wash? It's it's one of the uh, Isaac Asimov's rules mm. of robotics. <laughs> Unknown rule four. If you are dirty, wash. <laughs> yeah, it's like Robocop's classified rule number four. <laughs> Please define dirty. Dick, dick. <sighs> Instead of saying dick, you're fired. The end of Robocop, he says, dick, you're dirty. <laughs> Thank you. And then, and then Robocop starts washing him. Now, I made a note when I was watching mm-hmm. it the first time that uh, mm-hmm. the Yeti looks like a Doctor Who villain you could have a drink with. <laughs> and I'm not sure why mm-hmm. I wrote that. But I stand by it. Maybe a doctor villain that you could go to bed with. It's nice and cuddly. It'll keep you warm. And it is dirty, as we've discussed. And is it dirty? Sure, why not? You know, you're not going to be picky, are you? It's not like you live in a large. I did like how they uh, walked around in this one, though. They, it, it looked like Rigor Mortis had set in or something. The hands didn't seem to work. They were just like walking around stiff limbed. Because they haven't washed. Mm-hmm. They're, 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 yeah, they can't move anymore. That could also explain it. So let's talk about the chilies. Yes. <laughs> what? I like my first question. a good booner. <laughs> you like a good booner? Yeah. <laughs> it's not very hot. It's not. It's tasty. Huh? It is tasty. I used to have it all the time, but now I, I like, like hotter yeah. things. I don't really yeah. have it anymore. D- did you like that one that I cooked the other day? But when you say the other day, do you mean six months ago? Mm, I'm probably about six weeks in. 
eight weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> the one where we died, nearly. <laughs> oh, that one. <laughs> I remember that one now. That was, that's seared into my brain. <laughs> it was up to the, then the, uh, the file that we had on holiday that time. Yeah. So that's chilies we talked about. What's the next yeah. thing? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the chilies. They were calling the chilies. Uh, at one point, they seemed to imply they called them that because they were children. I thought they called them chilies because they were chilled out. Could also be. They were, they also wore stupid primary colour clothes. Yeah, what was it? A, a yellow cap and green top or something. Yeah. Really jarring colours. And and as you said, they're always listening to music. Where are you go? How uh, sound they... very chilled out music to be honest no. with you. And how are they gonna hear their orders? Well, <laughs> well, they've got orders to capture people and shit. Oh right, do they work for the council? Is that it? Do people awesome. ring them up and leave voicemails? <laughs> <laughs> and they can't hear it because of the music. Yeah. Oh. So that's why nothing ever happens. So Bolt Lady's actually leaving a message to the uh, the guys of Crossroad that are uh, spying on it. Can you stop spying on me? And they can't hear because they're listening to music. <laughs> so Victoria then, do we have anything to talk about Victoria? She can't act. I think that's covered it. Yeah, she, yeah. she can. <laughs> I mean, when you see her and Sarah Jane in the same room, it's just like, it's, this is embarrassing. Yeah, it was. I mean, for for the little Sarah Jane was in it. Elizabeth Sladen, who plays Sarah Jane, yeah. probably turns up in a day for one day and say, "Right, I film all my scenes in one day. If I don't get anything filmed, tough." Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Victoria was actually quite terrible in this. So you're listening to Drunken Time Travel. It's freaking Christmas. It's time for the beer interlude. Who is the scariest time lord? I don't know, Gav. Who is the scariest time lord? It's Dr. Boo. <laughs> so, anyway, the beer. How, how's, you, how's, how's your beer? Mine's very IPA. Mine's very fine. Did you, did you say it's like a stout? It it did taste like a stout blonde. Blonde? <laughs> Blind. So, so you didn't know what it was, it tastes like a stout, but now you know what it is, it doesn't. No, I, I still don't know what it is. I ain't actually... Uh... It's an ale. That's all I know, because it says but, ale on the yeah. front, you see. But now I've been drinking it, it's it's a lot lighter than stout. It's is it stout? But was my light tedium type joke. But it is very nice. I don't know much else to say about it. Have, have you had... Uh, I haven't actually tried that before. Have you had the one you gave me before? No, the, I haven't. Uh, the uh, Madness IPA. Sadly, not related to the Scar group from the 1980s. No, I've never had it. I just uh, shall we swap and, and try each other's beer then? Yeah. Mmm. <laughs> I'm not sure. I think I actually prefer yours. Actually. So basically, I mean, we bought each yeah. other a beer, and we mm. when we secretly wanted it for ourselves. Yeah. I mean, yours is, yours is a, a very hoppy one, as it says. Well, it says here, yeah. hops plus hops mm. plus hop. Yeah. It's, that's, that's science, Cap. What does hops plus hops hops hop people? Uh, hops, apparently. Uh, hops squares. More hops. Cubed. But no, I don't like that. It's, uh, I mean, the, it, it says on their label one of the co- one of the companies that like to try do something a, a bit different. If only, that was their, if only that was their slogan. We're one of the <laughs> companies that like to try do. 
And with this one, uh, the Lord did it up with uh, a shitload of hops. Hops, did you say? <clears throat> so there you are, hops. And uh, what is uh, the Odell Brewing Company? Is that it's English? A Scottish. It's a Scottish. Scottish. It's it's from the British Isles. It is from the British Isles, but it isn't English, mm. as we've discussed. I'm not sure if I've had anything else from these before. I may have to get some more. I may have to get some more. So there you are, that was mm. a bit different this year. Mm. Yeah, so shall we uh, move on with the uh, the cast of Podding? Oh, no, I'm, well, I'm, no, I'm fine talking about... Do uh, mm. we have to go back? Well, let's at least talk about Lethbridge Stewart. Yes. When, when even in his dreams on the beach he has a, a cup of tea. Well, why not? I can tell you why not. Because tea's fucking vile. Says you who's bought like two boxes of tea. It's not tea, it's like it fruit. It is tea. It's fruit shit. It's fruit tea, but it's mm. still tea. Yeah, but it's not tea tea. You may as well just drink a lemsip if you just want fruit tea. Yeah, but that's not like crap fruit thing. I want like proper fruity shit. How is your fruity shit then? That's all right. All right, cool. The the, uh, the peppermint and whatever it was. Oh, that's very interesting. I don't know. <laughs> and it is in no way this episode that we're avoiding talking about <laughs> quite a lot. <laughs> what Christmas movies do you like, Joe? I do like Scrooged. Scrooged is a very good Christmas movie. I think it's the best. Mm. And... Just for clarification, how are we going to define a Christmas movie as well? Well, define it. It's a very contentious uh, point. Well, Batman Returns, I would say, is a Christmas movie because it is set at Christmas. Hmm. And the Gremlins? The Gremlins, uh, yeah, it could be a Christmas yeah. movie because, again, it was set at Christmas. Die Hard, die hard movies, except for the, yeah. well, the first two were set at Christmas, aren't they? Is the second one? I know the first one is. I believe the second one is, yes. It's it's a year after, or it's just like yeah. Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. That's set at Christmas. It, it it's couldn't couldn't be more Christmas <laughs> if it was set at Christmas, featuring Christmas in a starring role as Christmas. Are you sure? I'm positively mm-hmm. sure. I can't think of any others offhand. What? What about the Muppet Christmas Carol? Yeah, there's that. Yeah, it's. You, you you all know my memory capacity. What is your memory capacity? It's very low for things that aren't things that I want to know. But even things you want to know, you don't know. Yeah, at times. I think beer takes up too much space. But I'm happy with that. I also had Lethbridge Stewart with slippers on. I can't imagine him with slippers. Didn't you just see him with slippers on? Well, even even seeing it, I couldn't imagine it. Ah, <laughs> imagine that guy. You're doing things to my brain. Yes, the cup thing, I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the password, as you mentioned, was password. It wasn't quite that bad, but it was very mm-hmm. nearly. It was basically the university mm-hmm. or whatever it was, computer mm-hmm. password was the name of the vice chancellor. Mm-hmm. Yes, Victoria Waterfield. And this the was password was Waterfield. And this wasn't just to get into it. Yes, this was stage three security. <laughs> I'm wondering what stage one and two security passwords were. <laughs> what is your name? And can and the second one, stage two is can you lick the screen? 
Stage two is click next. <laughs> but but when you try and click next, does it appear on the other side of the screen? Oh, I hope so. That one, but it only does that. that twice. That's probably too tricky. Oh, I think that would be tricky. Mm. So that might be stage four. Might, yeah, that, yeah. And uh, another one of their mottos was uh, the new world coming soon, the way it always will be. It's like, ah. It, it's like having an idiot trying to figure that sentence out, Neil. I know, it's like something you would say in your synopsis. Well, my synopsis made as much sense as the episode. <laughs> you, you raise a yeah. valid point. Yeah. <laughs> How can I try and make sense of that? But if you say, if you mm. if you try and do a synopsis on something that doesn't make sense, and your synopsis doesn't make sense, does that mean that ultimately it will make sense? No, uh, I think we've just proven that without synopsis. You're quite right, Karen. Mm. And uh, I did like the bad guy in this. Not the bad guy. I mean the. What do you uh, think? Uh, what do you think of the table that the that the computer and the microphone are on? Do you, do you like it? What the computer and table? What our table? The table, yeah, this table yeah. here. Yeah. Do you like? Do you like it? It it's, it functions as a table. That's good. It it manages to hold my beer up, and the microphone, and the laptop. It stops things from falling. Which it keeps things good. at a nice height. Kind of gravity-based environment, yeah. I feel. Which is pretty much anywhere in the universe. Not anywhere. Where where is gravity not applicable in the universe? Oh, they are so applicable in black holes. No. Well, that is where in, they are most actually, applicable. Actually, in the black hole. That's where they're most applicable. Oh yeah, have you been there? Mm. Once. <laughs> that counts for so much. I, did, your, I didn't like it. Your face. So I died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was that an option during this? <laughs> I don't want to worry about it. If only. I was like, activate this cyanide tooth that I have. <laughs> so where were we? Uh, boss guy, you were going to say, mm. up until I started talking about the table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it was... Uh, God. Yeah, it it was like a, a it was like a an evil sort of Bond villain, but a really rubbish camp one. How did he sound, guy? Like a terrible actor. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when you're going to do your Bond villain voice? No, it wasn't that bad. I'd have been so much better. But it it was like always grabbing his little finger and uh, rotating his ring. In almost <laughs> every scene that he had, that was his shtick. Yeah, I, I think he did that to distract from his acting, and it almost worked. But it, but the way he acted, it, it seemed like he was trying to groom recruits. He he was very creepy with it. Well, he was working at a, at a university, you know, mm-hmm. so there was that, mm-hmm. and his ring, of course. Let's talk about Sarah Jane because she's good. Yeah. So why was she in it? I don't know. Even why? She, she did nothing. She was so much better than everyone else, even doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she turned up. I'm investigating this random event that occurred a bit ago. Nothing to do with this storyline whatsoever. And uh, and then she disappeared for a bit. She tried to phone Brigadier. Uh, that failed. And then she so turned then she tried end. to phone the council. Yeah. 
look, my phone service is a bit crap. And then, then she didn't hear anything. Because she never phoned the council. Yep. Yeah, so and then her, her, and, her and the brigadier actually met mm. for four minutes from mm. four minutes from the end of the movie. It's just, I mean, God, this was terrible. Yeah, but you know, it's a fan movie. It wasn't an official kind of thing, so you do mm. feel, I don't know, quite not, you know, kind of bad about saying how genuinely awful it was. But it was genuinely awful. I didn't like it at all. No, not on the slide. I mean, it says a lot that that. A Yeti cereal from 30 years before this that was twice as long as it was better than it. And that was what, six parts? Yeah, that's what I said. Two and a half hours. Mm. This was an hour and ten minutes. And this felt a lot, a lot longer. So we complain about six parters, but Jesus. <laughs> None of them have been yeah. this bad. That was our ten ones. Fucking hell. So I think we need to wrap this up. Well, my quote is this. I'm ravenous. Fancy a pizza? You know, I think I'd rather have a pint. Your quote is this. Welcome to New World. Have the best one yet. (laughs) (laughs) Are we going for the quickest wrap-up ever? (laughs) We've got a question coming up. I'm actually looking forward to that now. Uh, my quote summed it up. Your quote was a computer speaking. Yeah. That about sums up as... Final thoughts. Yeah. 30 years before, better, twice as long, what I said before. So, we've got a question uh, from, from Stephen. And he says... Dear Gavs, I was just reading an article on what culture about the Doctor's companions and it prompted me to pose the question to your good selves. Is he saying it? Is he saying this in past in past tense? Something that he's doing now. Is this uh, a, is this the paradox? Well, this is what we specialise in. Okay, carry on. As we know, the Doctor's companions all move on from him eventually. Some in more dramatic ways than others. Indeed, we saw one today. Mm-hmm. Not related to this at all. But yeah. Are there any companions that you would like to see revisited on TV to see how? To see how their lives... To see how their lives turned out, you know? Did Stephen help lead the savages and elders to peace, for example? Thanks in advance, Stephen. Okay. I did not put any accents, then. So, 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 uh, Dodo? What do you think? Dodo and Adric? The only thing I'd like to see more of Adric is how gruesome of death he died. Because... After we moved on from the Doctor, he was in lots of tiny pieces. Yes. <laughs> so we could watch that. I'm going to say, thankfully, all the characters that I think I would like to see more of have been covered in uh, Big Finish. Not all of them. Well, yes. Mm. On TV, he specifically said we visited yes. on TV. One that I thought would be good to see more of would be Susan, but then I realised how awful she is, and she would not, she would not do well on TV at all. It would be sure up quite quite badly, especially on TV. A little bit of uh, Romana the Lateral Wonder. Romana, yes, I would agree with that. She she travelled with mm. the Fourth Doctor yeah. and was a Time Lord as well. But then still saying, even though we've got to see him out. But you'll never, Leela. See, you'll never see her. Yeah, Leela. Ace. 
Yes, yeah. Yes, no problem. Because that's, yeah. that's been that's kind of she just she didn't leave the doctor. She just Zoe. was with him, and then the next thing the doctor's traveling by himself, and then changes into Paul McGill. Yeah, maybe a bit of Zoe. Maybe a bit of Jamie. K nine, obviously. Mm. But not sure which one though. There's three of them. Well, as I said, for mainly for me, uh, Romana and Leela and. I pretty much got a lot of them with a big finish. So if they said, would you like to see Romana and Leela on TV in an episode, you'd be like, no. I've, oh, heard, no, I've, I've heard their voices oh, yes. years ago. <laughs> oh, no, I, I will still love it. And then it turn out it's completely at odds with everything the big finish does. No, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason they, they should turn up, is to... Is to uh, Contradict everything that's been done by Big Finish. No, that's what I would do. Just to be a cunt. Yeah, yeah. I know you would. Yeah. The only reason to be an executive producer of a TV show mm. is just spite all the fans. Mm. Russell T Davis was right in that respect. Did you know that chefs all over the world? Another question here. Did you mm. know that chefs all over the world are worried about a shortage of herbs over Christmas? No, I've, I've not seen anything about this at all. Yeah, it's, it's because uh, many people are predicting that we'll see the end of time. <laughs> that's, that's the time spent with a, with a... It's the herb. It's the herbs. Think about mm. it. Yes. So next week... Next week... Phone the council. <laughs> so I'll next tell week, you. I'm phoning the council, <laughs> followed by I'm doing the DTT History Christmas. Coming up is uh, I will be doing the Drunken Time Travel History of Christmas to a certain extent and uh, then I'll be doing the Wheel in Space look out for them they, mm. because of the Christmas period they may not be up as you would expect mm. but we've also got a crossover as well with Post Atomic Horror around them so there'll be plenty of stuff to listen to Yes. our quote of this episode comes from Joss Whedon who I think mm. sums it up quite nicely I'm a fan of sequels, even though they're inevitably awful. That is so true. So please validate our existence by rating, commenting or liking us on iTunes. Or anywhere. Or anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Phone the council. (laughs) Phone the council and tell them all about us. How much you like us. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. I'll take you in as far as I can, sir.